Milk Show brought to you by Poppy Head Productions. I'm your host, Sean. And across the way, Danny. It, it's starting to look like fall outside. It kind of is out here, too. It's like cloudy and overcast and like getting cold at night, but it's but also it's going to get back up into the 90s. So, you know, apparently the second summer wasn't enough. We're heading into third summer. <laughs> I guess so. Um, I was just going to be like, you know, the uh, the pumpkin spices flow in the apple ciders. <laughs> uh, good times. Good times. Oh, man. I had a uh, apple cider donut recently. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. No. 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 The coffee shop that we go to, they have like monthly uh, seasonal menu. Like last month was tiramisu. The month before was like berries. Yeah. Uh, this month, of course, pumpkin. <laughs> so we went there today, and Jody had like they, they they have bagels, and then they have toasts. And so they had a pumpkin pie toast, where it's like pumpkin with like seeds and stuff on it, and cinnamon. Yeah. Nice. A, shit, a shitload of cinnamon, but apparently I was like, when I brought it to her, I was like, maybe next time you want to ask for less cinnamon, and she was like, yeah, maybe, and then she ate it, she's like, actually, no, that was pretty good. <laughs> Just the right amount of cinnamon. So. <laughs> but they also, you know, had the most important thing on there, the pumpkin spice latte. But no, pumpkin spice frappuccinos, because hashtag trademark. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh, dude but but pumpkin spice is getting ridiculous we stopped at a gas station last night and they had pumpkin spice uh goldfish crackers it's yeah pumpkin spice is just as bad as christmas it's yeah like, i'm in i blame everybody everybody's part of the problem like i don't want to see a pumpkin beater in august i'm sorry Who's behind, nah, maybe who's behind these? <laughs> Monsters. Well, and then the argument is like, well, if I don't buy them now, then they're going to be sold out. And it's like, yeah, by pe because people like you are buying them now. Yeah. Like, I don't mind seeing the Oktoberfest early because, you know, the actual Oktoberfest in Germany is in September. Yeah. Uh, unlike where we think it's like just straight October. Also... I want to drink Oktoberfest for more than a, beers for more than a month because they're actually delicious. <laughs> right. And I don't have I don't have the time to drive out to like Moore Park to go to Enneagram Brewing Punk Company where they you know are pretty awesome and basically brew Oktoberfest beers year round. Yeah, and then we'll get we'll start getting like the pumpkin. We'll get the Christmas. Spice beers here in like another in another few weeks. <laughs> Dude, play, st like Target and other retail establishments are already putting up Christmas decorations. Like the Halloween's apparently over. Halloween, GG Halloween, you're out, fucking gone. Get out of here. The uh, only thing left you know what is October, the, the candy. You know what October first means? It means we need to stop taking start taking stuff down for Halloween because nobody thinks about Halloween in October anymore. <laughs> Man, basic, basic white white man complaints, first world problems. So yesterday, uh, you know, my niece is in uh, like 
track and field, cross country, depending on the season. I'm not sure if what event's going on right now. I'm pretty sure it's cross country because she ran far. But normally right. she doesn't like people coming. She doesn't like people going to her events um, because she gets like embarrassed and, and nervous, extra more embarrassed and nervous. But she actually invited that we could go last to an event. And so she might, you know, my sister and brother-in-law had to get her down there early and registered and whatever with her team. So we also we before we went down there we had the the, the pretty fun opportunity to take my uh, younger her younger sister freshman in high school to her uh, first dance. Yeah. So we got to drop pick her up and take you know be, do the parent thing and take pictures of her in different poses, and then drop her off at the school and then <laughs> race down to Temecula where the track where the race was. Yeah. So we it took like an hour you know we drove down to Temecula for like an hour, paid twenty five dollars to park. Hung out for a little bit before her race because by the time we got down there, it wasn't much time. Yeah. And then she ran. Then she did like a three. It's like a three mile race. So she ran for like eighteen minutes. Jesus. The race was over. We talked to them for another like twenty minutes and then drove back another hour home. <laughs> the shit you do for your nieces and nephews, man. High speed running. Dude, so the girls like finish in like like the fastest girl finished in a little over eighteen minutes. Mm-hmm. Three, the top three guys all finished under fifteen minutes. Dang. They ran three miles in less than 15 minutes. I remember when I used to run a mile. I could run a mile. At all? (laughs) (laughs) A consistent jog through the whole thing? Yes. You didn't have to stop and catch your breath at all. But man, I guess part of it also helped that it was like, you know, nighttime in Temecula, it was like, you know, mid 60s as opposed to them running in the afternoon when it was like 80 or even 100. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Can't, can't make it. Can't make yeah. it. Can't make it. But man, just consistently running three five minute miles, sub five minute miles in a row at the same. It's like, dude. <laughs> Pain. And then, like, the guy that won, like, walked over near us and he was like seven feet tall. And it's like, oh, no, no wonder. Like I told my brother, I'm like, if I was in the race and I lined up next to that guy, I'd look at him and be like, all right, so I'm running, I'm racing for second place. <laughs> Some people just win the genetic lottery and get to be excel at sports. Some of us do. Some of us just have to just roll down the hill to get that maximum velocity. <laughs> some of us, some of us, some of us show support on the sidelines and buy jerseys. <laughs> and 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 still pretend like we're we're like excited for the next the upcoming week when your team is possibly going to go zero and four. Yay! <laughs> Take that now, Adams. Monte, buy a house next door to Derek Carr. We're going to be best friends forever and never mad at each other ever. <laughs> I don't know what Kool-Aid you were drinking, but it's sad. And I don't know, man. And the, and the, like I guess the one thing that messes with my hope meter is the fact that we've lost all three games by less than 13 points total. Yeah. So it wasn't like we ever got blown out. It's like if we just made like one or two less stupid mistakes per game, we probably could have won all of them. Yeah. I don't know, man. So what are you drinking, Sean? 
Uh, I'm, I'm drinking this from Bonjour. From uh, Wiley Roots Brewing Company. Trying to keep the summertime theme alive. It is a peach lemonade slush sour ale with peaches and lemons. I'm sure I better cleanse my palate real quick since I have a bunch of coffee on it. <laughs> I mean, coffee and lemonade are both bitter, right? Well, one sour, so it would have been okay. Mm, it smells really fucking good, though. <laughs> like, if you told me if I smelled this, I would be like, that smells like peach like peach lemonade or peach something and I'd be like, you're right. It's the peach smell is like literally hypnotizing. Like it's just like that. And it doesn't smell artificial. It just smells like peaches. Like like the fruit or the stripper? <laughs> <laughs> because if it smells like the stripper then that's just bath and body works. <laughs> <laughs> would that be would that be an inappropriate name for a beer and theme for a beer if you just made a beer and call it peaches and then people buy it and they're like why does this taste like cucumber melon and have glitter in it <laughs> why is there glitter oh, oh. and it, why does it taste like a warm vanilla sugar. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah. Um. So, I will tell you that it it delivers on the flavors. Like you, you're telling me it's a peach lemonade, and it's a sour. Bing, bing, bing. All all notes hit. All notes hit. So you get the peach. You get lemon. It's it's more sour than you would think for a lemonade. Yeah, that's just that's just good, man. I I mean that's top notch good. Like if it was a hot summer day instead of a rainy sixty degree out day, like it looks like outside my window, I'd be loving life right now. <laughs> maybe on the pool side, maybe at the you know, you're hanging out at the brewery outside. The cabana. Under, yeah, under the cabana. You're just like, mm. it's only 5%, so it's not going to get you trashed. 5.5. Not gonna, It's not going to murder you. You're just going to be slip, sipping away at freedom. That's how good it is, oh, Danny. So real quick, funny story, kind of related to the flavor of beer you're drinking. So yesterday, before we went down to, you know, over to pick up my niece. We had time and my wife, it was hot. And I went, and it, you know, well, I was like, I want a Slurpee. I haven't had a Slurpee for a while. So we stopped at a 7-Eleven and they have like the standard issue, you know, blueberry, cherry, Coke flavors. Yeah. But then like they have a couple like different, like, they had like exclusive, I guess different stores get to pick whichever one they want of exclusive flavors. And this one that had, it was a mango lemonade. And so my wife wanted to try it because she likes mango, but she was worried it would be too tart with the lemonade. So she just wanted to ask the guy if she can just take a little taste. And she's over there, like, trying to move the nozzle to get it to pour or whatever. And the guy's there, and he's like, no, just, like, you got to, like, push it. So I'm like, I walked off real quick because 
there wasn't any room for me there anyways with her and the guy. And I went to go just to see if they had any cool snacks to take down with us. Yeah. And I just hear like her like yelp. And like I come over and like the cup's full, <laughs> most like pretty full and like pouring over the side. And she just turns around and she's got like Slurpee on her arms and on her shirt. And there's like on the floor. <laughs> and then she's like, like she still like kind of tasted it. And the guy's like, well, she's like apologetic. And the guy's like, it's fine. It's fine. You can, you can have that if you want it. And she's like, no, it's gross. I don't like it. <laughs> like if 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 it would only have been better if like we were filming it and tried to play it off as like being real but it was a tiktok prank like that's how kind of hilarious it was yeah <laughs> so we went to all that and she did not get a slurpee oh jeez terrible and then at, at the gas station we stopped at was like a shell and they had like their version of like the icy machine and they had a watermelon flavor and she's like oh i want the ooh watermelon i'm gonna go get one of those and then we went up there and all the flavors were fine except for the watermelon had the light flashing yeah. not ready when lit <laughs> of course and so she's like well I, this is just the universe telling me i don't deserve a slurpee or icy today <laughs> You, you know, we went and ran a couple. We ran a couple errands today, and there's a liquor store okay. kind of over off Indiana. And I'm like, I'm gonna stop at this liquor store real quick and see if they have anything. And she's like, Don't you have enough beer at home? And I'm like, Well, I don't want anything heavy. Like, and all the light beers I have, I've already had on the show pretty much. Like buying four packs or whatever. And she's like, Well, what are you gonna do with all the beers you have? Well, she's like, Don't you feel guilty buying new beer when you already have beer at home? And I'm like, No, why would I? I'm like, she's like, are you, but are you going to drink them? And I'm like, yes, I just don't want anything today for the show. That's like, I don't want a stout. I don't want a barley wine. I don't want anything barrel aged. I just want something like fresh and refreshing. And so I stopped and they had a Pilsner and I wasn't sure if I had it or not, but then I saw this and I grabbed this too. And this is what I'm having on the show from a Texas 903 Brewers. It is part of their slushy series. Um, it is a blueberry, blackberry, graham cracker, vanilla, and lactose-flavored Berliner Weiss-style ale. <laughs> so basically, it's a fancy pie and a beer form. Ooh, super fancy. And it, and it's got, like, I mean, it looks like it's got chunks in it of fruit. Gone. Ooh, nice. It's, it looks thick. Very purple. It, it does. It's like very purple. Very purple. Fruit juicy. And Jody already tried it. So she said she liked it. I haven't had it yet. Okay. It's weird. Like I can definitely get the the blue the, the pie. Like the blueberry, the vanilla, the blackberry, the graham cracker. But then I also like get the Berliner Weiss sour. Like Fighting at the same time. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's delivering on its flavors almost too good. Because I don't know if you want... If you're going to make something sweet, like a pie, you don't want that Berliner Weiss sour to come through. Yeah. Like, that is more appropriate like for something like what you're drinking, where it's like a lemonade or like a fruit sweet, like a, like a fruit tart, you know, thing. This is like supposed to be more sweet, like a pie. I like it and I don't because of that. Yeah. 
one. It's been sitting out for a little while. So, I mean, it's not like it's like warm, but it's definitely not refrigerator cold. It's been out for about a half hour, hmm. 40 minutes. Like I said, I poured some so she could try it before she left for the day. Got you. You could make, you but, could heat it up and have that nice hot pie taste. <laughs> What do, uh, speaking of hot, what do, uh, noodles and women have in common? Uh, what? They both wiggle when you eat them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, geez. So, I was reading this, I was reading this article, and there's a company. Where's my shame bell? There is no shame on this show anymore, Sean. That is true. If there wasn't, the, the bell would never, like, the bell would never stop ringing. The shame is listening. Would, at this point, at this point, it would just be a constant tone, like a bell <laughs> or a buzzer instead of a bell. <laughs> it's going to be like, ding, 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 ding. So, there's a company called the Cactus Plant Flea Market. And I looked them up, and it just looked like they sold clothes, but apparently they're doing a collaboration with mcdonald's starting monday october 3rd so if you're listening to this the day it comes out or the next day you definitely have a chance but um they're making adult happy meals (laughs) really with a toy yes with a toy and a toy i mean it's not it's like yeah just because i'm an adult apparently i get shitty toys but it's just like they're they're standard uh mcdonald's mascots so like grimace and hamburglar and the little the ladybird um but for some reason they all have like four eyes so i'm I'm guessing that must be like a gimmick to do with the other company Mm -hmm. um but then at nine o'clock in the morning or yeah eight o'clock in the morning 11 a.m eastern if you go to the web the company's website the um Where is it? The Cactus Plant Flea Market website releasing tomorrow morning, October 3rd. There, I guess there's a clothing collaborate, like clothes going to also be released, McDonald's Ooh. and them. I can't wait for my McDonald's sneakers. Danny, are you going to uh, log in and get in the lottery system for it? <laughs> I don't even know if I officially... So, before we lo- before we started, we started a little late because I was trying to figure out how to get into the the lottery for a, the Adidas Towley South Park shoes, which are like they look like they're made of the same terry cloth, blue terry cloth that Towley is with his eyes on the tongue. And there's also a little stash pocket to hide your weed, even though I don't know what state you have to hide your weed in anymore. Like <laughs> hide your weed, hide your kids. Hide your weed, hide your kids. <laughs> but um, as, but instead of just like so, the unlike the smaller menu items included in the classic Happy Meal, the Cactus pl- Plant Flea Market box will either feature a Big Mac or a ten-piece chicken McNugget, as well as sodas and a fries and one of four collectible toys. So Grimace, Hamburger, Birdie, as well as a Cactus Buddy. So there you go. That's also where the I'm, I'm guessing that one's going to be the one that. The the hype beasts are searching after on the Instagram, TikTok hype beasts. They yeah. want that practice so then they can sell it on eBay for oh boy 
a stupid amount of money. Nice. You know, because that's the way capitalism is. <laughs> so speaking of capitalism. Yay. You know, it's always fun whenever an actor or an actress says that they're never going to do something. And they do it. And then the studio, the studio, well, the studio is like, keeps just rolling up. That just keeps adding zeros on the check that they're going to give them. Yeah. Or just rolls another armored car of, full of, you know, cash to their front door. <laughs> so this is one of those, like, surprising but not shocking announcements. Because everyone was kind of had a feeling that if anybody could get Hugh Jackman to play Wolverine again, it would not. It would be Ryan Reynolds in a Deadpool movie, because mm-hmm. they're like friends in real life. Like they like have a lot of YouTube videos where they're like messing with each other, like and they're different companies. Because Hugh Jackman has like a coffee company, mm-hmm. and um, where he helps like you know independent farmers in Central or South America. To kind of compete against the major conglomerates of like Folgers and Starbucks, um, so they're not being taken advantage of, and you know don't don't get unfun things like their daughter's hands getting cut off for not producing enough coffee that year. Yeah. So, and then what Ryan Reynolds, you know, he has his you know more capitalistic ventures in Mint Mobile and Aviation Gen and whatever else he's. Oh, and the soccer team he just bought that he's making a Netflix documentary thingy show about. <laughs> uh. But they've like, you know, they did one where they like said they're gonna have an ugly sweater Christmas party to Ryan Reynolds and he showed up and they were all dressed up like in like like nice looking in like suits and ties and he was wearing like the ugly sweater and there was a picture it was like Jake Gyllenhaal, Hugh Jackman, and somebody else like pointing at him and laughing. <laughs> so <laughs> So Ryan Reynolds, like cause D twenty three happened recently and there was no Deadpool news, and I'm sure and people were, you know, Pissed. the internet was like, Where what about Deadpool? So he kind of made a video and it starts off with him, uh, you know, apologizing for not making it to D20. He's just sitting on a couch and he's apologizes for not making it to D23. And he's like, you know, but there's going to be a Deadpool movie and he's excited to make it part of the MCU and he's going to do whatever he can to make it the best thing possible. And then as he's talking, Hugh Jackman just like, there's like a doorway with like a staircase behind him. And as he's talking, like Hugh Jackman just walks out off from off frame into the, the doorway and starts to walk up the stairs. And he's like, you know, they kind of talk, and then he's like, oh, hey, uh, Hugh, do you want to be in the next Deadpool movie? And he's like, oh, yeah, sure, whatever, I don't care. And then <laughs> it was like, and then, like, it, the screen goes black, and it's like, coming soon. <laughs> 2024. <laughs> and then, uh, I thought it was, I thought they announced 2023, uh, October. I thought it was well, 2024. Was it 2024? Okay, I don't remember, but it, uh, I know it's a while. But anyways, <laughs> and then they released a second video where they're like, gonna start like talking about the movie and then song starts playing over it as they're talking but baseball breakdown lip reading fucking master mind john boy media he uh he actually i guess he either he did it on his own or people pestered him because of his amazing lip reading skills but he actually released a video where he uh basically pretty much figured out everything that they said in the video there's like a part where they're talking about how like, you know, Deadpool stabs Wolverine and then Wolverine just comes with his claws and like, <laughs> you know, a bunch of guy stuff. And then they're talking like they keep talking. And then later on, Hugh Jackman's like, and then there's a big fucking explosion. So they didn't really give any plot details. Yeah. Just basically like them, like being boys and like talking about fighting each other and yeah. making awesome, like more things to cost 
money making the movie and special effects. Yes. Oh, the other thing was like they talked about how like they didn't you know people were like wait how can Wolverine be in this movie he's dead, and so he addressed that it's like yeah that mo- that movie Logan took place in like twenty twenty nine yeah, so we have still have like six like six more years before we have to kill Wolverine we're good. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> like you can live. <laughs> yes, like cause now we're gonna make we're gonna make make it the present since that happened in the future. Yes. Yes, I wonder so, like what what else is gonna come. I it, I think it'll just be like a random ass movie of them just like hanging out, shooting the shit and whatnot. So, That's no, that would be if Kevin Smith directed it. That's true. Like he talked about when he got asked to do Superman, he was like, "What? Th- like the Justice League is just gonna be sitting around talking about like how many dicks Wonder Woman sucked, and then like a bad guy shows up, and then they go off camera, fight, and come back and start talking about Star Wars now." Yeah, he's like, "That would be my movie." If I made a Justice League movie. <laughs> oh, man. So, speaking of movies, I watched the Emily Blunt rock fantastic voyage of the Jungle Cruise. The Jungle Cruise. Oh, boy. Like, this movie, I think, only suffered because of the pandemic. Yeah. Because it was one of those movies that... Like they wanted to release in theaters, but they like it was like well they released it in both theaters, but then they also did it on Disney Plus. But you had to pay for it. Yes. In addition to your subscription, it wasn't like included. Yeah. And so I think people were like not happy about that. Um, listening to another like a podcast that I've been kind of holding off until for a while till I watch this. The, they they posed the question. The question on it was posed on a scale from Haunted Mansion to Pirates of the Caribbean. Where does this fall <laughs> in the, the 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 line of Disney movies? Yes. And it's pretty close to Pirates. Like it kind of has similar themes. Like they take you know a mundane ride that really doesn't have a story, gives it a gives it a background story. Mm-hmm. Like basically, the story is there's these advent like. Uh, conquistadors or adventure types or whatever they went down to find this tree of life and because like the guy's daughter was sick and dying and so he just wanted to like make his daughter not die yeah and so they basically pissed off the locals and the locals put a curse on them and that they couldn't leave the river and if they did then the jungle would uh like basically take them in and so um she's like being you know dismissed by the scientific community because she's a woman and she wears pants they make it they make a point to point that out quite a bit in the movie that she wears pants i mean this does take place like ninth early like mid 1900s like 1910s i mean so it was like pre-world war one or like right post-world war one right around then when germany was still prussia so i think it was like pre-world war one gotcha so yeah women wearing pants were you know was a shocking revelation (laughs) and so uh but yeah, the action scenes are good. The Rock is the Rock. Um, the only my only kind of complaint, and they agreed, was that they kind of you know for, seemingly force a love story between Emily Blunt and the Rock when there was other characters where the love story could have gone better, but they probably didn't do it because they didn't want to piss off people like in Egypt and China because they didn't want to not get their money. Um. But yeah, man, it just it was just like, yeah, they didn't really feel like they had the chemistry for a love story. And I don't know if yeah. it's because like it just it was forced or because like the rock is the rock and like I'm the rock. You know, I don't need no love. Well, not that, but it's like he's not very like uh like his 
character, his persona is so strong that it's like it just eats up anybody else's like relationship with him. Yeah. Like he seemed to do better. Like I was talking with my wife, he seemed to do better like in the um San Andreas, and then there was that other movie with the tower that caught on fire. Yeah. And he had like, like his wife and twin Yeah, he had like one hand or something, one arm or something. One leg, yeah. He yeah, was missing leg. a leg, yes. And so his but his wife and twin kids were stuck in the tower and he had to rescue them and stuff. And it's like it seemed he seems to do better in movies where he's like in an already long established marriage. Yeah. He seems like a married guy, not a dating guy, is basically <laughs> what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, he needs that post family thing. Like nobody wants to see him, you know, single and trying to live his best life. Or, or trying to like be flirty and whatever. He seems too straightforward to be flirty and fun, you know. But I will, I will. They like the opening of the movie when they first show him. He's like, like establishing his character. He's giving, like, he's showing him on his boat and giving a tour, and he's busting out all the best Jungle Cruise jokes, <laughs> just like they do. Yes. And those, and he used le, like legit jokes because there's like, I forget if it's, I think it's like two or three pages of jokes they can use that they get to pick from. So they're not, like, not everybody's telling the same jokes in the same, you know. But they're definitely, but they're definitely a small number of pre-approved jokes that they can pick from. Yeah. So that's why sometimes you go on, you get different jokes. It's not because the guy's like make, writing his own jokes. It's just because he picked. From the list, different ones. The different, the the approved joke list. <laughs> yes, they do have an approved joke list. Yes, because you know, um, oh, never mind. It was I was like there was a story about the Jungle Cruise, but it wasn't because of somebody telling inappropriate jokes. It's because they tried to hire somebody. Then the people were like, "Wait, this guy's a piece of shit. Don't hire him." And it's like, whoa, he's already lost the job that he really loved. And wanted to do like you're never gonna <laughs> let this guy work again. Never. But that would be uh, a former professional wrestler Joey Ryan. Oh. E. Like he got a job. Like he got. He was like went from being like owning his own wrestling promotion and like wrestling on TV and stuff to uh, even not even be able to get a job as a tour guide at the Jungle Cruise because Twitter like wrestling Twitter like went after Disney for hiring him. Wow. They fight. So they fired him. Yes. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, somebody like wrestling fan was like posted a picture. I was like, wait, is this Joey Ryan working the Jungle Cruise? That's and crazy. then that's where it went from there. That's crazy. Uh, he should have been. He should have just stuck to cleaning, man. <laughs> he could have blended in. Nobody looks exactly. At the, nobody looks at the cleaners or the kind costumes but it does make sense he is a professional actor so like he would be much better entertaining people in that kind of role yes <sighs> so yes speaking of actors and entertaining people in a professional role sean <laughs> is that was that too big of a segue so that it worked for anything i think so but it, what we what uh, we do in the shadows FX series. So I know we've talked about it before. So season four came out uh, recently, and so it's it's all done. So if you want to if you want to catch up on the show, it's on Hulu. All four seasons are. Um, this is the the newest season, and like usual, they leave a uh, they leave a open ended cliffhanger like thing for next season. So. Um, 
so this season we knew that uh there was going to be like the bar there was like a um there was a um uh, it was a nightclub the vampires get like a nightclub and they're kind of going through like Colin Robinson one of the vampires is like a child now like regrowing so they get through like all these different things and um it is one of the funniest it's and it's a comedy let's let's get it straight it's a it's a comedy so it's and it's great because like <clears throat> the vampires still like act like everything is like the 17 and 1800s like not they don't really act like current day so like when they go and wear like their their formal outfits it's like stuff that you would expect <laughs> like like in the 1800s and stuff so they got like the big old tall hats and poofy dress and like the ridiculousness of that um a couple different like uh they have a couple different like things that happen in the series and i don't want to uh spoil it but it, it's it was a uh, it was pretty funny and it, it it's only 10 episodes and they're about a half they're a half hour long so it's not it's very easy to get through it but like i like um uh, all the costuming looks great and the the actors are just hilarious it's it's just one of those shows it's just easy to easy to get into and watch so yeah, i was going to ask you a follow up question but you forgot your um... follow up question no, I'm like I can look it up myself, I guess maybe oh. because like no, the rule is no follow up questions. Yeah. So like one of the actors is in the original movie um, when it came out, or the original show that came out in England, and he's in this one as well. I don't think I don't think any of the other other actors are though. He's like the only one that came over. And so, I think it's the one guy from that was also the at one point the boss on. The IT crowd. Um, that's maybe, maybe I don't know. I didn't watch IT crowd really. So. Yeah, yes, it is him. Um, this guy, right? Yeah, I don't think you see this yeah, guy, guy, right? Yep, on the bottom right. Yep, that's him. Yep, yep, that's him. Yep. Yeah, he was the he was he was hilarious in the IT crowd. If you like him in what we do in the shadows, yeah, watch what it's like. At least watch the like the season. Where he's on the IT crowd. He comes in, like, the second season. Yeah. Like, they have... A, well, the first boss is funny, too. But he comes in, and he's, like, a like a womanizer. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um... um, Spoil, like, one scene. But it's pr still pretty fu like, funny to watch his reaction and stuff. But, um... He's, like, out on a date at, like, a kind of noisy restaurant with this, yeah. like, hot chick. And she's like, I have a confession to make. And she was like, I was once a man. Yeah. And then he's like, okay, yeah, yeah, whatever. You know, people live all sorts of lives or whatever. And then, um, like, later on, they show them in bed, like, post-coitus. Yeah. And he was like, man, I couldn't even tell that you're from, like, the Middle East, that, like, that you're from Iran. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> uh that's pretty funny uh <laughs> yeah they have all sorts of really over the top jokes and we are are in the shadows too it is it could definitely be it could get pretty dicey with the shit that they're that they say and do <laughs> yeah the, the follow-up question i didn't see in the the search if taiki 
Taika Waititi is still involved with the American version. I'm not sure. Because I know he did the movie. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I'm not sure. So, but it's funny. It, um, it's also shot as like a documentary film. So it's kind of funny. Like they'll yell at the camera crew. They'll be like, get out of here. Like if they're trying to have like a personal chat, but just like a good old TMZ reporter, they're like, or like any other like show that you've seen, like they're just right at the door peering in just like, and you can just hear them like whispering to each other. <laughs> so it's, it's shot pretty creative as well. It, it, it just gives the whole experience something. And then like, they'll do a scene where like, they're just filming them on the couch and they're just like, generally talking about their feelings like that's kind of fucked up that he did that <laughs> uh, speaking of vampires did you do this did you do this on purpose call of the night yes afterward? look at you go yes. you get a gold yes. star today danny you get a gold star um speaking of vampires call of the night um Last week, we started going over some animes from Summertime that have ended. We got a couple more. This is a, this is a, a love story between a vampire girl and a, and a, and a, and a boy. Uh, it, or as it was originally called, let me, let the, let the right one in. And then the American ripoff of let me in. Let me in. No, no, no. Not as, uh, not as horrifying. Much more funny. <laughs> Uh, but so basically this is on high dive um because you know we have to have stuff on different um <laughs> different things so why not anime too on different stream services so basically um you have a you have a kid middle schooler who's kind of getting tired of the day-to-day -day life he ends up deciding he's going to he can't sleep, so he goes outside to walk around, and he bumps into a vampire, and they start to hang out um, and do different things at night, just like playing video games, going to different places, kind of like more on just like having fun, um, and it starts to kind of wind down into a love story between the two, and then it also kind of goes into like the secret vampire not not really that like it kind of starts talking about like vampires and like there's some of their rules and stuff and then um it kind of starts to hit some of the more moral aspects of being a vampire and like feeding on people and stuff like that um because the uh the kid wants to become a uh, a vampire at the it's kind of like the main plot but he's like going through it and he really and at the end he kind of just discovers he just you know he does kind of still want to be a vampire but he is starting to you know fall in love with the vampire and that's the and that's the thing is you could get bit by a vampire and you won't turn into one you have to love the vampire to um you have to fall in love with the vampire for them to turn you into one so that's the like the the kind of the overall premise it's 13 episodes it was I this is like the this is the first anime I watched every Saturday for the last 13 weeks just about um it's clever I love the art style is a little grungy and unkept and I think it plays with the theme of the story very well um 
there's a lot of good comedy in between the two characters because like um it's like she's like she could be like very pervy but then like when it gets this gets seriously romantic she starts to get embarrassed and like starts to like freeze up <laughs> um the it takes a while for the other vampires to get into the into the show and you start to get a better sense of the different personalities and you know not each vampire not all vampires are the same way just like people um uh, when you say it, it takes a while like like a like a couple episodes or it's like episodes harem, harem harem in the dungeon world before they start getting a harem long while <laughs> no it's like episode six or seven before they introduce and it's not a harem so the well uh, no but, but i mean more the just the fact that like oh, the show is called harem and it was like like <laughs> 10 episodes in and finally you get like girl two yes no 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 yeah no no it's not like uh the other one from last week where they all come in on episode 12 the very last episode so um uh, no, they they kind of make their way in on episode six or seven. There's a couple of different one like it starts to you you start to get to understand. He starts like helping them, and like you get a piece of like who they are a little bit and and whatnot. So, it like it it just does a really good job of layering the complexities of the story because it like starts and it's just innocent like he he's just like every other kid and he hates going to school and doing the things he's told to do and he just wants to live his life and like it starts like this in episode one and two and then they just start to add layers of different things going on so then they he meets the other vampires then he meets a detect a human detective that kills a vampire and you know and it just it starts to just kind of the complexities just kind of layer on and then it has it has a good ending for this story because i don't because it 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 needed it did what it needed to do and i'm okay with how it ended because it makes sense for how everything went so it was still a good ending so um if you do have time i would watch this one it is on high dive it is call of the night for for those not keeping track of the score <laughs> oh man yeah i was talking to my wife about the new trend and i really like it a lot where in the past it was like anime were either 12 episode seasons or 24 episode seasons yep. and uh, most of the 24 episode season animes would have a good chunk of two or three maybe more just fucking filler episodes yep. you know and and i guess like the trash weave in people that is the are upset would be upset about the one thing that we do lose for sure from the 13 episode seasons is the beach episode <laughs> like there's no you know there's no time for a beach episode when you got extra when you got like one episode to fit in you know basically a lot 12 more episodes of plot a you good, know a good anime can do 12 episodes and still have a beach episode i'm just gonna put it down well, I mean, if it's, you know, themed during the summer, yes, especially. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, like, because they did that with um, Lacorus Recoil as well, yeah. where, like, the 12th episode ended, and it's like, wait, is there going to be just one more or 12 more? <laughs> oh, and apparently that a that anime 
when the DVD released was like like broke some sales records for like being like a first season original anime like selling the most DVDs in like a sh- certain amount of time. Wow. Like I said, anime of the year. <laughs> but I finished watching on VRV, so I'm assuming it's also on the the Crunchy Rules. Uh, Parallel World Pharmacy. Yes. So, like, this is another one of those, like, SIK anime where it's almost like, you know, I made the point a while ago about the difference between, like, girl main characters and male main characters in these animes where, like, the girls are like, I want to make the world a better place and help people. And the guys come in and, like, I almost want to murder shit and fuck everything I can. Yeah. <laughs> so this this one he's like a pharmacist in real life and you find out that his uh like the reason why he became a pharmacist is because his sister had like an incurable disease and died from it mm-hmm. and so basically he wants to make it so that people don't die from diseases ever mm-hmm. and he's just you know working himself you know relentlessly and he like stops working his like assistant or whatever convinces him to take a break and he lays down on his couch and I'm pretty sure I know the answer, but it's relatively ambiguous of whether he's dreaming mm. or he's dead. And his body, like, somehow transferred to this other world. Yes. Where he's, like, reborn as, like, and, like, it's, like, back in, like, basically the equivalent of, like, medieval history when, like, they don't know anything about any, mm-hmm. medis- like, real medicine. Yeah. Like, they still think, like, the pharmacists are, like, wizards. Yeah. I think the my favorite part was the dad realized his his son was not the same. That was like the first time somebody's like acknowledged something like that. And then well, and then the 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 teacher also when he like accidentally like she's like, yeah, like these kind of maneuvers like only like well, some people like there's like different elements like air and earth, like almost like Avatar, but yeah. you know everyone has like a specialty, and he's like powerful in all of them, and she's like. I won't tell anybody, I swear. <laughs> and then she's like hiding from him and it's like, please, I said I wouldn't tell anybody, don't kill me. <laughs> oh yeah. No. And then um uh, But I was gonna say and then other people find out that he's like different too, because like the main one being that he doesn't have a shadow. Because like like in the, the in the new world, like he's already like I guess he wasn't reborn, like he jumped he came into the body of the kid when he was like current the current age yeah but in the story like the kid in the in the new world had gotten struck by lightning yes that's right and that's why and that's when he basically came into his body or is dreaming that he came into his body yeah um and so basically he's like trying to deal with you know the whole like hierarchy of royalty royalty that you know where the peasants don't like you know people like in his position of birth and stature don't talk to the peasants and the peasants aren't even allowed to talk to them but he wants to help them because you know like good medicine is expensive and only like royalty and the upper family classes can afford it and so not only but not only is he getting pushback from like some royal people but he's also getting some pushback from the peasants because like the one guy that's kind of pushing against him you're like why is this guy being a dick and then there's an episode where he basically explains it all and you're like oh yeah, that makes sense. Like he's super pissed and has a grudge against like people in his position. That makes that makes perfect sense, <laughs> right? They make it like they they're like, okay, that guy's not just an asshole. Like he's he's just like a pissed off father, right? And so, and then at some point, you know, you find like 
it's like as it's like oh so is this just gonna be like a, a, a slice of life with no real like uh villain like there's no gonna be no boss fight yeah and then it, and it isn't until like the last handful of episodes where it's like oh nope there's gonna be there's gonna be a boss fight and it's gonna be pretty like told well within the confines of the story like it's not all of a sudden he's like you know a knight and gonna go out and fight a dragon or something like he yeah. somebody's trying to respread a plague and he has to stop it mm-hmm. and the way he does it and the way they stop it is is very compelling the story is good um they do a really good job of giving all the characters motivation for their actions um like the one guy that's like brings his daughter to him even though like he knows he's going to get kicked out he's a pharmacist too and he's going to get kicked out kicked out of the pharmacist guild but he also is like fuck it it's my daughter i don't want her to die yeah um, how far did you get into it? I finished. I finished it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I. It's. Go ahead. I know. I was just gonna say it's 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 not like anime of the year or mind blowing, but it's it's a good show. What I, my thoughts? Yeah, I I think the story is pretty well thought out. I I did get a little bit bored through the season. I I don't know what it is. Um with it for me it just like it's definitely not it's just average i would just say to me like it doesn't i think like the villain and what he was trying to do i think was was uh was at least a a little bit more compelling it didn't seem like they made things as serious with him like as it could have been with like it being like somebody his dad worked with and I don't, I don't know. Like I just, I, I don't. It was like usually one of the last animes I watched. <laughs> yeah, I, it was just like, like it was easy to watch, and it had some funny parts um, here and there throughout the whole season, but it just didn't like overly compel me at all. So it, to me, it's just kind of much more average could be potentially skippable depending on how much of a backlog you have and your what you're trying to do so yeah i mean i can see that like i said it's not it's not anime of the year or like anything like i'm gonna like go out and recommend to people but i also enjoyed it when i watched it i like the characters so um i guess like for me too like what kind of kept me into it more was the background characters like the world like how they interacted with him or what they were doing in the, like the one old lady that like like they were mocking her because she was old and like worked with like fungus and stuff and they're like when is she going to retire so we can get rid of that department and then yeah. like she's working or whatever and then somebody comes in it's like the, the you know the the because uh, the, the the president of the area wanted to talk to her yeah and she's like oh she, he's going to kick me out of the school and then it's like no no like you're actually the only one here doing something that can help. The meat is back on the menu. <laughs> exactly. As a like like the character on The Simpsons, Gil's gonna eat real food tonight for dinner. <laughs> oh, then uh, longtime fan favorite. Um, I think it's been probably five or six years since season one came out. Devil is a part timer. Season two um, also wrapped up. So I know Danny, you were just saying you didn't you didn't watch this one. Um everything just picked up straight off where it left off. Like it was 
I I enjoyed it. Like, um, I did read uh, a lot of the books, so I think like halfway through the season is where I stopped reading it from before. So like the second half of the season was much more like a mystery to me. Uh, but I just love the complexity of this story and the the jokes are there. The uh, had, the characters just mash very well with their different personalities um, to make a fun story to watch. Um, how I think like some of the stuff that if we ever do get it up, a season three in six years, <laughs> um, I think that'll be fun to see like where that goes off into as well. So um, no, I just you know I just really like this one. And for those that don't know too much about this one, basically is like the main character is Satan, and um, he. He ends up getting in a fight with the hero, uh, Amelia, and uh, they all teleport to Japan. And they've—he's lost his powers and stuff, and some of his henchmen have came with him. And he's like working a part-time job at basically like a knockoff McDonald's. Then the story just kind of is about him regaining power and stuff. And you know, she's there like harassing him and say and telling him like, "You better not do anything evil, or she'll like." kill him or she's going to kill him and of course like they're off in a different they're off in Japan and things at their home world are changing without them and I think you're starting and I think now you're starting to really get like they're kind of insignificant now because that whole their whole other world has moved on without them and there seems to be other conflicts that that are bigger than the two of them fighting and I think the characters, and I think at the end of the season, the characters are starting to realize some of that um, as well. So, but it's a, it's definitely a great, funny comedy show to watch. So I, I, I really liked uh, reading this one and I definitely want, I definitely liked watching uh, season two. Um, and then I literally binge with binge watched this last one, Danny mob psycho 100 so season three is coming out this fall and i have been told that it's really good so i decided to watch start watching it it's hilarious man dude it's like one of the it's one of the most goofiest like shows i've watched in a while so basically um most of the people call the main character mob and when his uh psychic level reaches 100 he's like basically goes into like super saizen mode where he's super powerful but it's kind of funny because he's just kind of like a very like plain looking kid with like a bowl cut and he just like uh is very polite and um he just trying to go around like doing nice things like he he works part-time at this psychic office and the guy there who his is his master doesn't have any psychic powers but he always pretends that he does so he'll just be like, yeah, I don't understand. I, I can't get the presence of this guy because he, he's too weak for me to detect. <laughs> <laughs> and he just says like stupid shit like that. And so he's basically like a con artist. But like the main character thinks like he's like a real psychic. And everybody around him is like, dude, this guy's a fucking fake. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and he's like, Wait, don't, don't you say that about my master. He's teaching me the ways. Yeah. And so like, is that how it is. Yeah. 
and so like they're exercising ghosts and stuff and there's like um it's funny because he's like he's trying to like it you know he's a high school kid so he's trying to like He's, he joined he joined the fitness club to get like in so he could get like big and buff and fit so that way he could uh the girl that he likes would uh talk to him and there's just like all sorts of just random things happening um throughout the thing and then you kind of learn that there's um there's there's people with psychic powers that are that are evil and try and not good and so the season one just kind of wraps up with that and I just started season two yesterday and I've already got through four episodes out of the twelve so um, picks up right where I left off good comedy um, it's got I think one of the nice thing is is like they have adventures. Like, a lot of the adventures, like, you don't really understand why it's a one-shoot episode. Like, and then, like, it ties into it in another part. Like, everything is written for a purpose. Like, there's no random events. Like, there, so, that was, that was interesting watching season one and kind of going through season two right now is things are referenced in different, ep in the different episodes in a, in a good and clever way. So, um... I know I don't know what the overall because I know I'm only on season episode four for season two, so I don't know what the like the second half like story is gonna be because that's how it kind of felt in the first one. There was a bunch of like different episodes going on, and then like the second half was like one like a six part episode where there was like one kind of conflict that they were going through so i feel like that's how it'll be on this one where we'll probably get another two episodes of different things going on like character development and stuff like that and then there will be like a main issue that picks up and that'll probably be the theme for the last six episodes so and, okay. like, and like i said season three does start this fall so that'll be uh coming up so does uh season two of spy family already Yes, that that one popped up. Uzaki Chan wants to hang out. Season two started. Episode one is on Crunchyroll. Is it? I have to watch that then. I knew you know that was it. out already. Yes, I, I knew that. I didn't know it came out. I was uh, I was reading something that season two was supposed to start in the fall, and then I looked it up, and I was like, oh shit! I was like, I better tell already Dana tomorrow. Yeah, so I have a uh, if you're looking for a manga. This made Reddit's top 20 of, like, most popular or, like, best, uh, was it? Yeah, most popular serialized manga for the week of September 19th to September 25th on Reddit. What is it? And j just based on the title, it seems like it's something worth giving it at least a, a, a perusing. <laughs> the name of it is, turns out my dick was a cute girl. Uh, we first we first we uh we drift farther and farther away from the light every week. Yes, that was number that made the top fifteen even, not just the top twenty of most popular serialized manga on Reddit. Not a hentai manga. <laughs> and it, it seems like Spy Family and Spy Family Season 2 and Chainsaw Man Season 1 seem to be, like, fighting for the most looked forward to uh, series of this of the October season. Yeah, 
on Reddit as well. Yeah, I have even finished season one. I that should be something I try to get done. I don't know what it was. I just I don't know why I stopped watching it. It was the same thing with I, uh, Kiss Engage. Like I stopped watching that one too. I just yeah, I haven't finished that. I wonder. It just kind of. I don't know what bugs me about it. It just I don't feel like it's that great. Well, I like Spy. I, I was going to say I really like Spy Family, but not to the point that like Reddit and like the people that like make and sell like anime like shit like stickers and shirts and stuff because they got fucking your everywhere your and Anya yeah everywhere everybody loves your yes I went to uh that that chain store box lunch yeah and this I guess this is the perks of like being like actually watching a popular anime yeah. because normally you go into like the places like Hot Topic or whatever, and you're like, I don't know any of these anime. I mean, I know them, but I don't watch any of them. Yeah. I don't watch Demon Slayer, and I don't watch Dragon Ball Z, and I don't watch, <laughs> you know. But you go in now, and it's like they had like a whole Jujutsu Kaisen section. Yeah. And I'm like, I actually know these characters, and I actually watch this show. Yep. Next year, man, I gotta watch the movie. Yeah, that's on Crunchyroll, and it was pretty good. Yeah. It was a prequel, but good. Yeah, no, I I do want to watch it. Yeah, I know. Um, next, I think next year we're supposed to get that right. Season two. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yep, so, yep, yep. um, fucking weebs, man. Yeah, turns out my dick was a cute girl. <laughs> and with that, we'll see you guys next week. Make sure you follow us on uh, Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all those magical places. We'll see you next time, everybody. Stay dry.